In this context, let me cite a case in which the Supreme Court, uh, my Supreme Court ruled that a statute that prohibited family unification between Israeli Arab citizens and their non-Israeli spouses from the West Bank, and the reason for it was security reasons, because they found out in more than 20 cases that this non-Israeli spouse who entered to Israel by family unification program was assisting a suicide bomber in planting a bomb in, in a co coffee house in a, in a university a cafeteria, a, a, in the streets, in buses, etc. And therefore, they stopped for one year to be continued. They stopped the whole program for family unification. And the question was, is this statute that prevents family unification uh, because of security reasons, and the, the reasons were security reasons, though, so it passed the, the proper purpose uh, criteria, uh, is it constitutional, or is it not constitutional, unconstitutional, because it affects uh, human rights, and the right affected, and on this uh, most of us agreed, is dignity, because we, we have dignity as a human right, uh, and we decided that family, if, for families to live together is a constitutional right, and for families to live together in Israel, not that Israeli will go out of Israel. For the families to live together in Israel is a constitutional right. But the question then comes up, is the effect on dignity proportional stricto sensu to the purpose to be achieved? In other words, is the move, the marginal move from the previous program, which is individual checking, to a total ban. This is the marginal move as far as the right is concerned. Is we proportionate to achieving the goals, namely to prevent those acts of terror by spouses? Because if the spouses will not be let in, the spouses will not commit the terror. And here is what, and we said no, it's not constitutional. It's not proportional stricto sensu. And everything was on, on that question. And here is what I say. Examination of the test of proportionality in the narrow sense returns us to first principles that are the foundation of our constitutional democracy and the human rights that are enjoyed by Israelis. These principles are that the ends do not justify means. I mean, that's proportionality strict sense. That ends do not justify means. The security is not, that security is not above all else that the proper purpose of increasing security, you see, the marginal, the proper purpose of increasing security does not justify serious harms to the lives of many thousands of Israeli citizens. Our democracy is characterized by the fact that it imposes limits on the ability to violate human rights and that it is based on the recognition that surrounding the individual there is a wall protecting the rights which cannot be breached even by the majority. I must say, of course, and surely you, many of you may, may disagree with me on that crucial point. To the critics on that point, I have only one answer. I am aware of your criticism, but I have not found a better system. So you see, my theory is a relative theory. I'm not claiming absolute absoluteness. I'm just claiming that I can't find a better way. Which one says about democracy, as you know. It's a system with many, many problems, but we don't have a better one. I am aware of criticism, but I have found, but I have not found a better system. 
It is my view, a view I expressed in many cases, dealing with human rights generally and the battle on terror specifically, that if we take human rights seriously, we should accept proportionality stricto sensu and judicial discretion in balancing. And let me finish my lecture by citing a judgment in which the court, I wrote the judgment, we ruled that the government has no authority to authorize torture. It was the first torture case in the whole battle uh, against terror. And I finished my judgment by saying, this was in 1989, I think, so it was before September 11. We are aware that this judgment of ours does not make confronting the reality any easier. Because when we give, gave the judgment that you cannot torture, bombs were exploding in the streets. So, and people were thinking the way to fight this, this kind of bombing is to catch the, the, the terrorists and, and torture them so we will know where the bomb is planted. We are aware that this judgment of ours does not make confronting that reality any easier. That is the faith of democracy, in whose eyes not all means are permitted and to whom not all the methods used by her enemies are open. At times, democracy fights with one hand tied behind her back. Despite that, democracy has the upper hand, since preserving the rule of law and recognition of individual liberties constitute an important component of her security. At the end of the day, they strengthen her and her spirit and allow her to overcome her difficulties. Thank you.